0: Hi, this is Mary Mayweather, and I'd like to welcome you to Small Town Stories. This is a continuation of last week's episode, and I'd just like to remind you, it is the all-school reunion in Three Creeks, Montana. And we have Rachel, who met up with a friend from the past, and they were in an event didn't end so well. And we'll just pick up from there. Red-faced and voice-heavy with sincerity, Patsy said the same thing to every participant she approached. I am so sorry. Never in a million years could I have imagined anything like this happening. Of course Patsy was forgiven. They hadn't reached a consensus on whether or not to remain angry with Boyd Atkinson for turning on the sprinklers. While his excuse, he thought it would scare the bees, was valid, it didn't take into account that it sent half the crowd home to change out of their wet clothes, thus bringing an end to the day's activities. As Mark dried his hair with the school-issued white towel, he said, We have to give Boyd credit for trying. Water dripped from the ends of Rachel's hair onto the towel she wrapped around her shoulders. Mark pinched the drip with his towel and sat beside her. He smiled and had a faraway look in his eyes. We were looking good out there. It was fun, Reagan leaned into Rachel, but don't tell Patsy I said that. I plan on giving a hard time for a while. With that, he rose and marched across the field. Rachel giggled at the sight of the cuffs of his cargo shorts clinging to his knees. Mark shook his head at Reagan's appearance and turned to talk to Rachel. We haven't had a chance to catch up since I've come back to town. How have you been? Rachel had heard murmurs of Mark's returning to Three Creeks after his divorce. Until the reunion, she hadn't seen him. Good, I guess. Rachel didn't know what to say. Her husband was killed five years ago, and bit by bit, she picked up the pieces of her life. She had the patrons at the hair salon to keep her spirits high. And thanks to them, she was at the advantage. They told her all about Mark when he returned. You guess? He nudged her with his shoulders. Come on, you can tell me more than that. We were a couple for two whole days when we were in eighth grade. Yes, Rachel grinned at the memory. And you dumped me at the dance to go out with Marcy Turner. I have to plead insanity. Mark held up his palms. She had an Atari system. His fake innocence still charmed Rachel. Thirty years had gone by since that night, which had seemed devastating at the time. She wished she could go back and tell her adolescent self that one day she'd be with Mark with Mark laughing about it. Bonnie Martin hurried to the bench. She presented Rachel with a hairband. It's the best I could come up with given the circumstances. The gesture touched Rachel. Bonnie wore her dark hair highlighted with natural gray streaks in a pixie style. Rachel knew Bonnie had to ask someone for the elastic band. It'll work, Rachel smiled her thanks at Bonnie while she tied her hair in a knot. She used the hair tie to secure it on the top of her head. See, thank you. Bonnie's proud grin and hands clasped together rewarded Rachel's attempt to look more like a person and less like someone who got caught in the sprinklers under a burlap sack. You look fabulous, her eyes flitted toward Mark. Then again, you always had. She's right, Mark agreed and quickly corrected. You do look nice. The years have been kind to you. Rachel didn't know how to take the compliment. Sure, she looked awkward in middle school and the earlier high school years, but every teenager had those years where they tried to hide the photo album. She never had the chance to ask Mark what he meant because Valerie approached her with a dry t-shirt. You may want to put this on over what you're wearing. She shoved it into Rachel's chest. Then she threw Mark a suspecting glare. It'll protect your reputation. Clearly flustered, Mark backed away from the conversation. On that note, I think Reagan mentioned something about meeting at the hotel for dinner. Yeah, catch you later, Rachel. He pivoted and hurried away. Oh, he is smitten, Bonnie gushed. I told you so, Valerie chuckled. That's water under the bridge, Rachel giggled. Or from the sprinkler. She was too embarrassed to admit that she liked what she felt when she landed on top of Mark. It had been quite some time since she had found a man attractive in a romantic way. She silently bemoaned her fate. Why, of all people, did it have to be the one who easily dismissed her without so much as a backwards glance? Did I ever tell you about how Will and I got together? Bonnie sat on the bench beside Rachel. Valerie took a seat on the other side of her. He was cute? Rachel said it like it was obvious. Mark is cute and look at how you're ignoring him. Valerie pressed. No, you didn't, Bonnie. I'd like to hear this story. Well, it was at our first high school reunion. We both went to the same college. Will and I were the only two that went to Northern Arizona University. He was nice to me but i assumed it was because i was the only familiar face it seemed he proved me right because as soon as he made friends we saw each other here and there but didn't talk that much that is a bad start to a story in response to bonnie and rachel's hard stare valerie whimpered just saying bad starts can lead to happy endings bonnie's head bob added emphasis to her story anyway at the reunion when we were connected with our classmates, we was friendlier. Then I thought it was to make a good impression and didn't take it seriously. One of the girls pulled me aside. She called out my behavior. She said Bill was enamored with me and the least I could do was give him a chance. Let me guess, it was Hannah Thorne, Valerie interjected. When Bonnie nodded confirmation of Valerie's guess, she said, I always knew I liked Hannah. Valerie nudged Rachel. The damp towel that was around Rachel's neck made her feel like the world was closing in around her. She took it off and folded it. I went home intent on justifying my attitude. There were a list of reasons why I didn't have to be nice to Will. But the craziest thing happened. Every time I started the list about his wrongs, something embarrassing I had done came to mind. Like the time I said something mean to our high school English teacher to learn afterward, she had just found out her mother died. When she needed sympathy, I was selfish. My cheeks reddened and my heart raced like I was reliving the moment. Bonnie shook her head, but the slight curve at the corner of her lips hinted at the happy ending soon to come. It happened every time. I had a choice, either forgive Will or relive my embarrassing moments every time I held an offense against him. Her face warmed. Obviously, you know what I chose. She tapped her hands on her thighs. I've finished what I've come to say. That and. She pulled a napkin out of her back pocket and handed it to Rachel. After Rachel accepted it, Bonnie tapped the area beneath her eyelashes. You have a smudge. Bally grimaced. I was going to tell you after she was done. Rachel thought about what Bonnie said. If she looked at the big picture, everything worked out the way it was supposed to. She married a man who loved her and had two amazing sons with him. Even though he was gone, a piece of him was with her in them. Other than choosing to stay home instead of going out for a romantic dinner for her anniversary, she wouldn't have changed a thing about her life. Rachel watched Bonnie cross the park and join Will and their friends. I should go talk to Mark. Maybe be a little nicer. Good for you, Valerie nudged her. Maybe we can have game night at my house. I'm being friendly. I didn't say I was going to marry the man. Just in case, I called dibs on the first group date night. Valerie pointed her chin at the trees at the edge of the park. He's over there. What do I say? Rachel was at a loss. Good game, Valerie half suggested. She pushed off the bench. Go get him, girl. Rachel straightened the oversized t-shirt Valerie gave her and walked across the park toward Mark. She was stopped several times along the way by people who offered. It looked like it was fun until the end, comments. Finally, she reached Mark. He stepped away from the group of men he had been conversing with. I didn't notice anything until Valerie said something about your shirt. You mean, I don't get to accuse you of liking me because of my, Never mind. Rachel couldn't believe she had never been forward or flirty. Not yet, Mark wagged his eyebrows bummer rachel bent her knee and bopped anyway i came over to say you were great at coordinating the team i had fun you did i mean thanks mark beamed it's good getting together don't you think yes it is rachel agreed her son jeremy sauntered through a gap in the trees he scanned the area until his eyes stopped on rachel having found her he strolled toward her your son mark asked apparently he knew more about rachel than he let on Yes, I should go. Rachel waved at her son and returned to finish her conversation with Mark. The light feeling that came with releasing a weight held too long buoyed her emotions. She wished the conversation didn't have to end and they'd have more time to talk. Then again, it was reunion weekend and there were a lot of people and lots of opportunities to stroll down memory lane. They had made peace. Reaching the conclusion that perhaps the weekend was their opportunity to mend the bridge Between the past and the present, Rachel prepared herself to say goodbye. It was nice catching up with you. She meant it, too. She hadn't got too far away from Mark when he called out, I'm not seeing anyone. Anxious to believe what she heard, Rachel turned to look at Mark. He grinned. I I thought you might have been wondering. Yes, she was attracted to him, but she wasn't about to let him know it. So Rachel replied, I'll admit, I think you're cute. Mark arched his left eyebrow. Just cute. Puppies are cute. I'm a man. Rachel shrugged. That's all I've got. I don't know what to tell you. Both of them chuckled and she turned to leave with her son. Sure, she was older. All of her friends were older. They all had been changed by life. As far as Rachel could tell, it was for the better. Yet it was funny because after her conversation with Mark, Rachel felt like she was 13 all over again. This is where we're ending this week's episode. I There is one more I just want you to know. And Mark and Rachel do have an interesting journey going quite there and the friends helping them. I kind of like him. And so I want to also wish you happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day to um, those in the United States. And um, the music is Wingspan for the introduction and Homegrown for the actual part, the story part, the plot. With that, oh, and actually there'll be Wingspan on the exit. If you like anything, leave a comment. If you have any questions, leave a comment. And I thank you for listening and we'll talk to you again next week.